You Are More, a podcast to inspire vision, hope, passion, and enlightenment to help facilitate and move you forward in all that you are called and created to both do and be on this earth. You are more. Welcome to my podcast, You Are More. I'm your host, Amy, and I'm excited to be here tonight. So I wanted to talk to you about something that's been on my mind, and that is a place of transition. And when I'm talking to people everywhere I go, and I'm sure it's everywhere you go, when you talk to people, when you're in business, when you're in churches, when you're around people, it feels like there's much, much, much transition in people's lives. Maybe their careers have shifted. Maybe they were working and so used to being around so many people and now they've shifted to remote working and their company's not calling them back. There's just so many things that are shifting, right? There's so many things that are, are in transition. I know lots of people right now that are pursuing the dreams that the God-given dreams that they have. Like they know, they, they know the end, but they just don't know how they're going to get there. They know that where they're at right now is not their, their, is not their portion. It's not where they're supposed to be, but they're not quite there yet. They're, they're not walking in what they see themselves walking. They're not walking in that completed place. Transition is the hardest place to continue to move through. It is a place that people oftentimes get lost. Transition is you've left one place, but you haven't arrived at the other place yet. Transitions are, are a challenge. Transitions are so many times in a transition, um, there's so much difficulty, right? Transition, a transitional period is not an easy time. It's an exciting time, but it's not an easy time. It can be a time that doubt hits your brain. Um, overwhelming thoughts hit your brain. But that place of transition, which I feel like so many people are in right now, I want to encourage you, that hallway between where you've been and where you're going, that hallway, that hallway sometimes is long. Sometimes that transitional hallway seems and feels so long. And I've thought about many times, like, why does, why does transition feel um, so difficult? And I have a good friend that always says that always says that um, that all change initially feels like loss. And so, in transition, you're moving through things have shifted and changed. Maybe there's things that you wanted to shift and change, but now you're actually living in that, and you're like, "Huh, I don't know. If that feels good." So, all change initially feels like loss. I think when you recognize that, then you, that starts to normalize your feelings, right? You're like, okay, all change feels like loss. All change feels like loss. Okay. Initially it does. You get married and you leave behind your family and some friends and you relocate to a wonderful area. There's loss. There's excitement. There's, you're excited about it, but there's loss, right? You've, you're not close to your family, like locationally. You're, you're in a new market. Like there's things like all shifts, all change initially feel that way. So the transition, the transition from here to your next place. I would say that every industry that I know is in great transition, that things are shaking and they're rocking and rolling. And it seems like the, it doesn't feel very steady and very stable. I can tell you that from different churches I've been in, from different businesses I've been in, like every area I go into, I'm like, wow, we're seeing great, great, great transition. And that to me is so indicative of, of so much opportunity uh, that can be captured by you at this point. 
And when I say that, I'm saying that there's great transition and who's going to lead in transition is because we've never been where we are today is up for grabs. Who's going to lead in an industry? Who's going to influence an industry? Who's going to lead um, in so many different areas is all up for grabs. Like there's so many areas that I don't think that we've, that, that the, 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 the ways we've done it in the past aren't working anymore. So who's going to lead in the future? And I think that now is such a time of opportunity um, to, to, to hone your talents, to hone your abilities, to even put yourself out there. Because I think now is a time that um, there's so much opportunity that way. So I want to talk to you about the perils of the hallway, of the hallway between the hallway we're calling transition, the hallway between I've left one place, but I'm not at the other place yet. There's some pitfalls you have to avoid. Number one, you're going to have to avoid the pitfall of the naysayer. That's a big one, guys. The pitfall of the naysayer. When you start to transition into something new and you're leaving the old, people that are a part of your old or people that are just good, caring people that have your well-being in mind, they might start to say, I don't think you should do that. I think you better play it safe. Are you sure you, you heard right? Are you sure you want to go down that path? You have such a great life. Would you really want to take that risk? That's your number one thing. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to put your ear pot. You're gonna have to put your ear, plug your ears, right? You're gonna have to just keep your. You're gonna have to let it go in one ear and out the other ear, and you're gonna have to keep moving. So you've got that. Number two, you're gonna have to move against your own discouragement, because in transition, sometimes it feels dark. I always think of transition like I don't have complete. I don't completely see it. I don't have the complete vision. I know it in part. So it's gonna feel dark. So you're gonna have to encourage yourself. You're going to have to be your biggest cheerleader and your biggest encourager. And you're going to have to constantly um, be speaking to your future and speaking to even to your future self. And how do you do that? So like I daily um, prophesy over my future, over myself. And you say, well, what does that mean? I speak over myself. I declare where I'm going, what, what our future looks like, how it will be. And I'm prophesying over it. I'm foretelling. I'm speaking over it. Things that I just feel like are on my heart to speak. I'm not pulling in from just random places. They're just desires of my heart. And I so believe that what you're supposed to walk into on this earth, that you already have the desire to do it. Like your calling is are your enablements, those things that you're naturally talented and gifted to do, right? So as you just begin to speak over those things and just put the vision before you so that you keep walking. The next thing is you have to keep walking. There's a scripture that I've literally clung to the last few years. And it says, as thou goest, step by step, I will open up the way before you. As thou goest, step by step. Now, I like to go mile by mile. That's my personality type. I like to go mile by mile. Let's, get, let's just get through this. But all the while, when I'm walking through the hall of transition, Patience is being birthed in me. Perseverance is being birthed in me. I'm being built for my future as I walk through the hall of transition. The hall of transition is where many people fail. The hall of transition is where there's much fallout. There's much fallout in that hall because it's the unknown. It's the scary place. It's the lonely place. It's the, the, it's the path that you're pushing. You feel like you're pushing a, a boulder up a mountain, right? It's that path. The benefit 
of getting through that transition has got so much has got so much value to you. I have passed through seasons of transition where I didn't know how one thing was going to transition into another thing. And I can tell you that it has required much of me. And transition requires much of you. It requires that you step forward in confidence in something, take a risk. That risk might be making a phone call. That risk might be joining some group. That risk might be signing up to go back to school. That risk, like it's going to require some action on your part. You can't sit in the hall of transition. Boy, if that were the case, we'd all get there. If you could just ride the escalator through the hall of transition, oh, that would be awesome. I love it when we're walking through the airport and there's the escalator. I'm like, oh, good. Just let me put my bags on that. Okay, let's go. No, but like if that were the case, if that were the deal that you could just, you know, sit through the hall of transition and, you know, ride, take a nice easy ride through it, that would be great. But the, the, the hallway of transition requires so much effort and so much pushing. And when I say push, I mean, literally, literally you're birthing something. It requires everything about you. Your entire person is leaning into that future. It's very forward facing. I don't know who I'm talking to today, but I have a feeling there are so many people out there that are, that are they're in a job, they're in a career, they're, they're doing something, yet they know that they're on this earth for something much, much more, much different much more impactful, much more meaningful. They have a vision of it. They've started to step into some of it. They've started to put their hand to the plow a bit. They've started to kind of try their hand at this and try their hand at that. They're there. The vision is not fully formed yet. But they're caught in this. Now the thoughts come. Is this just, I, I had bad pizza last night. Is this a bad dream? Is this, a, is this just an empty dream? Will it ever come to pass? And that is, my friend, is where so many people miss out. They're walking through the hall of transition. To fail-proof, and I don't mean fail-proof because so much of this is dependent on, like, I mean, the grace of God, obviously, to get you from one season to the next. But when you're really called and you're really walking into a, a time of transition, I think a few things are critical. I think it's very important that you have a couple people, not many, two, maybe three, that stand with you and that see greatness on the inside of you. There's not that many people in your life that, um, that can walk a season and then jump into your next season with you. So most often it's someone that maybe you haven't been in a relationship with, with for a long time. Maybe it's just been a few years or something. But they see greatness in you and that they stand and, they, and that when you're down or when you're not seeing what they're seeing, that they'll speak to that in you. They'll speak to the greatness in you. Guys, that's invaluable. Many die and many don't, don't make it through the hall of transition because of that. They don't have anybody speaking into them. They don't have anybody believing with them. So that agreement, that belief, even the borrowed belief, because that's powerful too. I use borrowed belief a lot in different areas. That belief will keep you moving. The next thing is I think that you need to have an action plan. And I talk about action so much, but faith without works is dead. And, and here's the thing, without an action step, you, feel, you, you fall prey to a victim mentality. Without taking action, you start to surrender your future to 
to just the whatever will be will be kind of a mentality. So it's very critical that you take decisive actions every single day. I'm so, so committed to this that I actually um, have a, I, I joined a, I signed up to be part of a, a group that we have extreme accountability and we have to make it, we, we had to make a, a list of the 10 things that would move the needle for our November. The 10 things that would make significant impact on our Novembers if we did them every single day. And here's the thing. Every single day, I sit there and look at that, and I know the next morning I have to report to those other team leaders my activities. That extreme accountability is causing me to actually have to take action and move forward. Now, I would consider myself a pretty disciplined person, but I can tell you this. If I didn't have to meet those people every morning on a Zoom and report to them that I completed my 10 tasks that I committed to every single day in November, I would hit the snooze. I would, I would not make a couple of the phone calls. I would find an excuse. I know myself. I've been challenged on this. Um, but that extreme accountability is critical. And so I'm holding myself to a standard with these people because I want to move the needle in my life in November. I, I'm not hanging out in the holiday zone. I'm not, I'm, I'm going to enjoy the holidays, but I'm not hanging out in passivity and, oh, I'll start next year. Guys, I have, I have, you know, like eight or nine weeks left to just crush things and to tee it up strong for first quarter of next year. And so that's the action step I'm taking because I'm seeing my future and I'm like, oh, my, my, my now self that is, might be struggling and wrestling with, with the tasks that I've committed to my future self is going to thank me. My future self is going to be grateful that I did pursue, that I didn't take the break, right? That I didn't take my foot off the gas. So you've got to have the people that agree with you. You got to have the, you've got to have the action step. And I think the action step, the reason I think you need the accountability is I think that as, as disciplined and as intentional we are about getting things done, life happens. And sometimes life happens in a big way and you can easily get knocked off your, off your game without that extreme discipline and accountability. You might lose a few days. You got to keep things going because here's the thing. When you lose, when you, when you make a commitment to something and then you disregard it and, or you give an excuse to why you, you didn't do it all along, you're losing confidence in yourself. That's why it's so critical guys. When you make a commitment to do something and you do it, you start to trust yourself. When you say you're going to do something and you actually do it, you trust yourself even more. When you say you're going to be a disciplined person, when you say you're going to do, you're going to take action steps that way, you can't believe the confidence that starts to come out of you. And guess what? All influence is created based on the, the foundation of integrity. And the greatest integrity is that you honor your word. That's a high call, guys. The greatest integrity is that you do what you say you're going to do. That's a standard that I go, well, I fall down, I get back up. I fall down, but I get back up. You got to get back up quick, right? But I've put myself in a rigorous training situation because I'm going to transform how I do things. And I have to be so intentional about that. If that's something that interests you, guys, we could create a group. We could do something that we could put high intensity, you know, commitments to it. 
That's what you need to find, right? To, to transgress through the hall of transition. And then you got to keep that vision before you. So when I'm laying in bed in the morning and my alarm's going off and it's 4.30 or 4.45 in the morning and I'm like, oh, no. Guess what pops in my head? Because I've seen it so much and I've practiced it so much. I see my future. And my future says, get up. My future says, hey, get up. Take that next step. Hey, do you hear me? Get up. Keep going. Hey, do you hear me? Get up. Make that phone call. Get on that bike. Take that walk. Sing that song. Write that book. Start that podcast. That's what my future self just keeps saying to me. And I see it. Get up. Get up. Get up. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Guys, let that vision be so strong in you. Because if you get to that place and you start to walk in what you're actually called to walk in, the vision that you're called to walk in, in the place you're called to walk in, you're going to experience fulfillment, victory, a satisfaction, like, okay, I'm starting to walk in it. And here's the thing, the impact that you will have upon so many lives as you walk in and you walk in all that you're called to walk into, not partially, completely, all that you're called to walk into, guys, the impact is going to be huge. So my encouragement to you today is don't fall away in the, in the hallway of transition. Keep pursuing, keep walking, be disciplined, get rid of the naysayers and keep that vision before you. Keep yourself encouraged. Keep speaking over it. Keep prophesying over your life and over your future. I promise you, if you move through that hall of transition successfully, your former self is going to thank your new self. Your former self is going to be thanking you so much that you move through that, that hall of transition and you transition into a place that you're confident, that you're, you're committed, that you're impactful, and uh, you, you make a difference. In, in a big way. So thank you for uh, taking a listen to this podcast. Thank you. I appreciate it. I hope you liked it. If you enjoyed it, please give it a five-star review. Tell others about it. Share it out. And as always, you are more. Remember that. You are more. <laughs>